Welcome to your next sale. Mark Dimmick here with my friend and colleague, as usual, Peter Robertson. G'day, Mark. How are you going? Mate, good. Good. We're going to do something a little bit different today. We're going to give you a spring market update. Should be with your recommendations, with your expertise in your area being the western suburbs. Yep. Um, and I'm going to be giving you the info on what's happening south of the river. Perfect. So do you want to start western suburbs? Yep, sure. what, what's I'll... been going on for the last... Few months really? Yeah, a few going, months going in, the spring. in particular the, spring the, the last month. Yep. Okay, look, it's really interesting in the western suburbs. We are seeing a real spring market. When I say a real spring market, what we would normally traditionally in the past see happen, which is uh, an uplift in the number of listings that come to be available for purchase, uh, increased buyer activity, generally more sales. Uh, if you look historically at the prime selling periods in the western suburbs, um, it's definitely a, a distinct lift in spring, uh, and little, a little bit in part because we've got you know, big houses with deciduous gardens and the deciduous gardens look great in spring fresh growth. The pools are glistening and blue, the sunshine, everybody feels better. Uh, and that carries through to and, you know, getting things done before Christmas because there is always that lull over the Christmas period where the market doesn't shut down but it certainly slows right down. So we... Um, to this year, or up to this year, we haven't really seen that for the last few years. This has been different. So since we, I think a little bit also with the Western Suburbs, which 6009 postcode, which is City of Netherlands, is a big part of that. Um, they had a town planning scheme amendment that was argued backwards and forwards. It was a density infill, so a lot more zoning up, zoning of properties um, coming up and a lot of debate about where that was going to be and pushing backwards and forwards between the council and the state government that was resolved and gazetted in only in April. So there was a lot of sellers who were holding off selling because they want, weren't sure you know, what was going to happen, what zoning they were going to end up with, where the high density zoning pockets were going to be around them. And a lot of buyers were equally holding off because they didn't want to be buying into something suddenly to discover they were going to be next to a three or four or five storey building. And, so, you've, and you've got all that information at hand if someone wants to get in contact with yeah, you. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Buy. So we, all, all the zoning maps we've now got, um, the zoning guidelines from the City of Netherlands, what that means. So where those areas are, it's very clear. Uh, what can be built on them is pretty clear as well. There's a little bit of still working through that process. So on the Waratah Avenue strip where our office is, as an example, they're talking about coming up with design guidelines. So that's up for some community consultation. Sure. So again, working in how that zoning is going to work. But coming back to the, the, the market and the spring uptake, uh, yeah, it was the last couple of years have been very subdued. We just didn't see that spring kick. This year we've certainly seen it. So since the beginning of the financial or beginning of this financial year, mid-year break uh, on the calendar year, it's certainly been increased buyer activity. Uh, statistically we can see Delkeith uh, has had about a 10% roughly statistically price fall over the previous roughly 18 months. Netherlands, interestingly enough, has been on a gentle rise. In part, the statistics are skewed by the sector of the market that's selling. So in, in the Delkeith uh, area, you know, you've got block value at between roughly 2 to 2.4 million um, on, on the busiest streets, low, as low as 1.8. So if all of the block value properties sell and none of the four, five, six million dollar houses sell, it looks like there's been a slump. But there's, there was definitely a bit of an erosion of, uh, of, of the values. 
that's now leveled off and the statistics the statistical graph shows that as now leveled off and I think we're seeing a gentle rise I've just sold a block value property in the neighborhood in four days flat uh, multiple offers cash unconditional great price uh, for the area it was a 1163 square meter block on Phillip Road uh, and that's typical. You know, I had the same thing happen on a Watkins Road property. There's strong buyer inquiry, multiple buyers trying to take positions, and that's really good. And we're also seeing now uh, an increase in activity and inquiry on the better, better houses. So let's say roughly the 4 to $6 million bracket has got a lot more action in it now. Uh, than we've seen in you know, in recent years. So well, what, as well. I've, what I've noticed, not being in the western suburbs, is that properties, our office over the past two, three weeks have been selling from 3.2 to 6.1 to $22 million. Yep. So there's been some really good high-end activity. Absolutely. You're doing that deal within four days over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, really good high-end activity in the western suburbs over the past two, three weeks. Yep, absolutely. And that's, you know, the question on everybody's lips and mind is, is, is it sustainable? Is that activity going to continue? And really, that's a bit of crystal ball gazing. I think there's enough stability in the in the key things that, that influence the market that I think it's going to stay fairly stable at this level. Um, I mean, but really we won't know until next March to see what happens when we come back from the Christmas break. Do we see that um, continue to run on? I, I think there's enough uh, built-up demand from what hasn't happened in the last two or three years uh, to see that that's going to continue rolling forward now, which is great. I think there's plenty of buyers out there waiting for the right home, waiting for the right product to come to market. Yes. Stock levels are low across the board yep. in Perth. Um, and now, you, like you said, it is spring has sprung yeah, and, and new properties are coming to the market. Quality properties are coming to the market yep. with those quality buyers they're actually looking to yep. obviously get into, i.e. this weekend, four offers, whatever it was, multiple mm-hmm. offers. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, four days, multiple offers. Mm-hmm. Um, Sold. Yeah, exactly right. Cash unconditional 21-day settlement. Yep. Still discerning. I would tell you that there's, you know, the buyers that are in the market are noticing that they're getting more competition from other people, which is really interesting to get that which feedback. We did, which we discussed an episode or two yep. ago. Yeah, which we've covered uh, and how to handle that. And as a, as a buyer in this market, what to do and what to say and, and how, to, how to go about it. Uh, that's interesting that they're seeing that. Buyers have been very selective as to what they want. It's got to be you know, 98% right or they don't move on it. I think that's easing a little bit. You know, it used to be in, in boom times, if it was 80% right, it was on. You know, that's good, close enough, we've got to compromise, we can do some things to it, let's proceed. We're not quite there, but we're certainly not uh, any more at that level where, you know, if it's not nigh on 100% perfect, we're not going to do anything, we'll keep looking. So that increased activity is starting to be noticed by everybody. Um, and uh, yeah, there's more deals being done and it's, it's very good for our for our sellers. Um, and actually, it's good for our buyers too because there's more properties coming to market. So yeah, very positive is my view of the spring market this year. Fantastic. Great. Well, south of the river, and it's very opportunistic that I've just done my monthly Riverfront report for south of the river um, with the, all the numbers here. I'm glad that it's flowing in the western suburbs in the high-end price point. Mm-hmm. We're not there south of the river. Okay, in the high-end price in point the, or in the entry level? No, in the high-end price point. Okay, hasn't happened yet. It hasn't, hasn't flown that way at all. Okay. Uh, so, but there are 
shoots there are inquiries, mm -hmm. but unlike the last fortnight that we've seen, three weeks that we've seen in the office, mm -hmm. um, that hasn't flowed down yet. Yep. I know, we, again, we've spoken about it before, sometimes that market in the western suburbs is hot mm -hmm. and not so on the south side of the river. Yep. But also, and, also and vice versa. Yeah, vice versa, yeah. Um, so to, just to give you some numbers, um, I remember last month, doing this report which we obviously didn't discuss on here but last month's report was Atterdale and Bicton mm -hmm. did not have any settlements in the month of September. None at all? None at all. Interesting. Okay. So, so I've got the October report now. There were no settlements mm -hmm. in Atterdale or Bicton for the month of September at all. Wow. And I've never seen that before. I've seen one here, two there, but no multiple suburbs. And that was quite bizarre that they are side-by-side -side suburbs as yep. well. Yep. So yeah, good what, locations what, too. What we read into that, who knows? Mm. Um, but well, maybe, maybe it's a bit of that constriction that, that, that can, constriction of the market yep. that we saw here. You have seen that also clearly on that southern corridor Definitely. as well. Yep. But the, the, good, the good thing about the South River at the moment, the uh, price point, not the lower price point, but the price point from 700 to 1.2, 1.4 is moving. Yep. Um, there are, I've just had a property down South Remantle that we've now got two offers on and we've been on the market for 14 days. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's properties like that that are that are moving. They're the, what I like to call the, the fat of the market. Yep. Um, and if you've got properties the, the, like the thick sector of the market, which is the same here, Netherlands, Claremont, Delkeith, Crawley, you know, anything that is has been, um, as you say, the fat end of the market. Yep. So the, the more entry level, affordable yep. for that suburb, has been had a lot of activity. It's had it's, a lot of activity. It, what we've seen is that it's run out of legs quite quickly as you go yes. from that sector. To the to yes. the higher end properties, and what you're saying is, you're seeing the same thing there. Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, last month, um, five properties sold in Eastern Mantle, highest one 1.17. Okay. Previously, you, there's properties that we've sold that are up to 5.5, and mm -hmm. normally there's normally one or two two million dollar properties in there, but yep. it hasn't been um, last in uh, October. Yeah. Um, Frio, good numbers, 12. Yeah, obviously, d depending on where you are in Frio, it's generally, with this report, it's generally a um, lower price point than the other suburbs. Focusing on. So, south side. Yep. Uh, it's lucky, it's coincidental that we have, I've just done off my monthly riverfront report that I sent to my database. Yep. It's interesting the numbers that came through and obviously interesting compared to what's been going on in the western suburbs. Mm -hmm. None of that high-end stuff has been happening. Mm -hmm. Um, south of the river at all, along the river from Fremantle all the way through to South Perth. Okay, interesting. And that's not just last month, that's just been over the last, oh, seriously, I'm going to say six months. Okay. Uh, been one really big sale at $7 million in Atterdale, mm -hmm. uh, it has been it. Yeah, it's been a very quiet, high-end market very for quiet. you along that southern corridor. Sure has. There's been offers, but we haven't been able to get there on a couple of things, mm -hmm. but uh, nothing like what we're seeing now mm -hmm. in the western suburbs. We're mm -hmm. just hoping that that spills down from the western suburbs down to uh, down well, south the river. Ripples through the market. Sure I mean, uh, and, and really, I think we, as an office, we our view is we handle the premium suburbs of Perth more than anything else and that's really around the CBD. Uh, it's been along that uh, the northern corridor so from the city to the to Cottesloe, you know, along to, to the beach, up and down the coast a little way so we go probably 
uh, you know, North Beach is where would probably be the limit of our activity, yep. and then City Beach and Cottesloe and Swanbourne very active, and then with the, with yourself and and Jono down through Freo and then around along that Southern Corridor. But that's still, I mean. Southern Corridor in, in Perth is, is premium real estate. Sure is. Um, and it's just interesting to see how that premium market ebbs and flows. As you've said, you know, sometimes we're, the Northern Corridor is busy yep. and the Southern's quiet. And then all of a sudden, you'll, then suddenly you'll be you'll be flat out doing things, doing deals left, right, and centre. And we're going well. What's it's not coming this way. So it's really interesting to see that ebb and flow. That's right. So to give you some numbers, uh, East Fremantle had five sales, five sorry, not five sales, five settlements mm-hmm. last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, One point one seven zero was the highest. Okay. Just to give you a, an insight of what's going on down there. Mm-hmm. Fremantle, Frio's obviously, as you know, has got. Apartments from two hundred thousand dollars to two and a half million dollar residential, and then obviously commercial, which can get a lot more. But and, uh, and a mixed bag of houses in there as well. Mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, there was twelve sales up, and the highest a million and fifty. Okay. Interesting. We come into Bicton and Adderdale now. Bicton and Adderdale in the month of September. Mm-hmm. Side by side suburbs did not have a settlement at all in September. Wow. I've never seen that before. Side-by-side suburbs. And they're riverfront suburbs. Riverfront suburbs, beautiful, premium, but September, no settlements at all. Wow. Uh, That is a very constricted market, isn't it? Sure is. I've I've never seen it like that before. I've seen one suburb, but certainly haven't seen two with no settlements. I had to double-check the numbers through through different portals (laughs) because it can't be right. Uh, But it all stacked up. Whereas Bicton last month uh, had five okay. to the highest of 1.4. Mm-hmm. And you know what Bicton's like. There's, there's plenty of property north of 1.4 as well. Lots. Uh, but just, uh, just not selling at okay. the moment. Uh, Tell me, do you think you, you, your insight as, as a bloke and agent that covers that space thoroughly, um, is that because sellers don't want to sell or is it because buyers don't want to buy? Good question. I think both. Okay. I think... If I was to give it a higher percentage, I would be thinking it's the sellers don't want to sell. Okay. The sellers aren't prepared to meet the market mm-hmm. or prepared to meet the offers that are coming in today. So would that, would that say that those sellers in those properties are taking a, a forward view that things will probably get better, so why sell at a low ebb if you don't need to? Yep. So sit tight, wait for the market conditions to generally improve, and then explore taking those properties to the market. Is that what we're seeing happening? Is that part of the driver? I think that's part of the driver. I think that's the perception. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's reality. Okay. I don't think that the market at that price point is going to increase Mm -hmm. over the next... Obviously, it's crystal ball stuff, but I don't think it's going to increase over the next two to three years. Stock levels are still low. When you say increase, do you mean capital growth or volume increase? No, capital growth. Okay, but if if people... I have clients now who say, look, let's say the market's travelling flat, but there's not a lot of volume in that market yet. So I don't really want to go to the market now if I haven't found anything that I want to buy, because that's part of the the cycle as well, the the wheels, you know, the cogs turn. Um, So because there's nothing I really want to buy and it's traveling pretty flat, it's a fairly quiet market, or it has been, I'll just sit tight until there's more volume of deals going, not necessarily with the view that my my property's going to go up in value, but I'm not going to go into a quiet market. I'm going to take my, you know, my three to six million dollar house I'll, I'll park it up over here. We'll keep living here. It's a nice house. If you're living in a three to six million dollar house, you, yep. you're not doing it tough. Uh, it's a nice property, and they'll they'll just wait for that 
opportunity for where they want to go to turn up, and then they'll think that they'll, you know, there's going to be a deeper market when they go. Is that something that you're seeing? There's buyers out there, though, yep. in that market. Yeah. Okay. So there's buyers out there that would buy if their houses were available. Spot on. Okay. So Interesting. Normally, you've got low stock levels, more activity, mm-hmm. prices go up. Mm-hmm. We've had low stock levels for a while now. Mm-hmm. Prices haven't increased, mm. which is quite a bizarre position to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're seeing obviously more stock levels come, to, uh, stock levels rising now that we're actually getting into spring. Yep. Uh, well, we're obviously a couple of months into spring, but yep. traditionally, mate, obviously, mate, spring, some, some, summer starts next month. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I remember yeah. being, being in the industry now for 10 years and you double that. It's showing your age. Yeah, uh, spring was traditionally September. Yep, yep, September, then, October. Then a few a few months later, sorry, a few years later, it started being October. Yeah, it got delayed. It just got delayed. Yeah. And what are we now? Yeah, like, 11th of November, uh, 11th, as we record this. 11th of November. Yep. And it's just been the last fortnight, really, that the activity. So we're now looking at November. Mm. So End of October, wh- beginning of November, wh- yeah, you're Whether right. or not that's got anything to do with the weather, which I think it does. Yep. But again, like you discussed, people waiting for their flowers to be out, the sun to be out, pool to be just clean and beautiful, um, and obviously uh, being the properties that we sell, they've generally got, I shouldn't say generally, some of them have got an aspect or most of them have got a beautiful view, mm-hmm. um, and it's always nice to obviously sell it and increase sale price um, and increase the emotional purchase yeah. of, of buying a view like that. The aesthetic, the aesthetic appeal is greater Definitely. in spring than Winter, yep, 100%. So, um, yeah, there's definitely people out there um, still waiting for the right home, yeah. still waiting for the right product to, mm-hmm. uh, to come to market. Yep. But it's, uh, it, it's certainly picking up. I'm looking forward to it when it flows from the western suburbs down to south the river. It will. I'm sure it will. Always does. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting space to be in. Okay. Certainly that lower end or the fat part of the market, mm-hmm. as we call it, if you had... A property anywhere between, you know, seven hundred and fifty, eight hundred thousand, and one point four down south the river. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not going to be riverfront. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've got seriously seven to ten buyers. Mm-hmm. You've, you've got multiple offers within the first couple of weeks. Well, that is exactly the same as we're seeing across the northern corridor. Let's say from Crawley through Nedlands, Dalkeith, Claremont. Uh, Mosman Park, uh, Peppermint Grove, Cottesloe, Swanbourne. If you've got a property that's in that thick, the fat sector of the market, there's a lot of people wanting to either upgrade or come into these Smart. suburbs. We're driven a lot by schools yeah. around around our office and in this northern corridor. People are seeing, like yeah, you say, they're wanting people, to get people in. are seeing they're wanting to get into yeah. that. They think yep. it's a great suburb. Yep. It is prime prime buying time to mm. get into a suburb that they haven't been able to get into before. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, very interesting. So that's... Uh, the higher end has started to light up north of the river. It hasn't happened yet south of the river. South. We're expecting that it will. We've got a couple, we've got a couple tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow as a result of this video. <laughs> no. uh, we've got a couple of spectacular properties for sale in that, in that corridor. So we hope yeah. that uh, you know, it does this activity, this confidence in the market oh, uh, continues to grow. You know, will it? I mean, I, I, think, you know, I, I think the fundamentals are there, that it's going to keep uh, bubbling along as we're seeing it right now. Yep. And, um, and hopefully that follows through into 2020. Great. Well, if you've got any questions, that's our market update for this month. Yep. Um, if you've got any questions, want any other information on any of the suburbs that Peter and I deal with, 
please uh, contact us below. Give us a call. Shout out anyway, and yeah, we've got access ask to. Question. Yeah, we've got. I mean, these days the public are very well informed. You've got access to a lot of databases through the likes of realestate.com, domain, river, etc. As agents, we still have a little bit more of a, a, a deeper level of yes. access. So, if you want some really detailed reports on what's going on out there, you know how long things have been on the market, percentage change from when it was first brought to the market to now, that kind of stuff, um, we can provide that, uh, and we're very happy to do so. Definitely. Super, mate. Thanks thank you. Up. Good one. Here's to a good, uh, good spring and a good summer market Definitely. and a fantastic 2020. 100%. Thanks. Thanks.